Hi. Hello. I'm Allie. I'm Hannah. And you're listening to What's on Your Mind. Your Mind. That was better than normal. Oh, no. Stop myself. (laughs) Halfway. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I kept going. Old habits. Old habits. Yeah, I know. Everyone's probably getting bored of it now. We're like, oh, I did it. (laughs) 11 episodes, halfway through the season. It's a running joke. It's okay. Yes. How are you? time, you know. How am I? Yes. Good. I only have a month and and uh, two weeks left of the semester, which mm-hmm. is like insane mm-hmm. if I think about it. Yeah. But then, but then also, like I think semesters in Korea are shorter, so I yeah. I feel like I've not been in school very long, and I'm like, wow, time flies. And then I'm like, actually, no, like a semester here is only four months, and then the first two mm-hmm. weeks, like you're still choosing classes, so it's really like three and a half months, which is right. very short compared to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have, we have a really long Christmas and summer break. So, how long is your summer break? Two months, but so then, nice. <laughs> but then I start back the first week of September, and then the second week is Chuseok. So I oh, asked yeah. my friend, right. I was like, "Oh, I, I was like, well, surely we're starting after Chuseok." She was like, "No," and I said, "So we're just gonna come to class for one week and then leave?" And she was like, "Yeah." it's like okay because it because it changes every year i guess so there's nothing they can do about it right and then my christmas break is two months as well but the thing about that is like well it's actually two and a half months but then also like the end is exam period so if you don't have exams which i don't i like actively avoid paper exams (laughs) i just do essays yeah so then like i could finish with three months or i could even just take my work and leave as long as I don't have any class, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so much going on, learning so much. Had our first Huishik, which if, if you don't know, a Huishik is kind of, it's usually associated with work. And then mm-hmm. you go out with your colleagues and your boss and you drink a lot. And usually you go to a Korean barbecue place, but we had it with our department and uh, you have to toast. Every single person had to toast <laughs> and then you had a drink and there were 50 people there and I was drunk by 7 p.m. I got there at six. I think that was the quickest I've ever been drunk in my life, especially because <laughs> I couldn't eat the meat. Oh yeah. Right. Of course. <laughs> I was literally the, just eating raw garlic. Their stomachs in food and <laughs> they were, on the garlic. Stomachs, they, were <laughs> they were drunk as well. <laughs> anyway, how are you? You have big news to share with our listeners. Yeah. Finally, uh, five, don't get so enthusiastic, a- Hannah. <laughs> Calm five, down. Five years in the making, literally today. Um, I uh got confirmation that my visa has been changed after I applied last week, and um I now have a residence visa that is not tied to my workplace. It is all mine. I own it, and uh yeah. So I, <laughs> I was like, I'm not what? sponsored by I sponsor myself, basically. I'm not sponsored by a school anymore. Yeah, um, which is really, really freeing, actually. Really freeing. It it's is very until nice. you have to make all the money to extend yeah. it <laughs> next year. For those of you who don't listen, like basically you have to get points. Um, and then once you get enough points, you can get that visa. But a large part of that means maintaining an income. Yes. So <laughs> she can have a break for a month, but then she's got to get back to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you can do any kind of work. I can do anything. Yeah. Except if oh, there are some oh. things I can't do. I can't work in a factory. True. Oh man, that was your plan, right? Yeah. You were going to work at Daiso, yeah. the factory, not the store. 
you could work at a Daiso store and probably get so much cheap stuff. I mean, it's already yes. cheap, <laughs> even cheaper. I would work there if that I like needed to just scarf make... for oh my god one and a half dollars. Maybe it'd even be like five hundred. 501 yeah (laughs) um no it is exciting it's really big people people come here with the intention of staying for five years and then like getting that visa so Mm. it's like a big deal yeah Yeah. we celebrated last week we did yeah we did chris put on his dad on my application day basically like as soon as you if they accept your application you've basically got it but I was a little hesitant to get too excited but uh yeah I got the message through today that I'll get my card in the next two weeks so and then I checked my status online and and it's there yay it's a little f instead of an e (laughs) (laughs) so nice did you tell your boss at work uh I told someone last week that my application was accepted but I'll, oh, okay uh, yeah that's essentially the same thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah great congrats Thanks. thank you very much expect listener mail of people asking you for advice yeah give me <laughs> well oh I, th- I thought you were gonna say if people offering me jobs offer me jobs people oh yeah i don't know if our <laughs> listeners are even in korea oh no i think the majority of our listeners are or are they american it's a bit half half yeah, I think most. I think the most foreigners we have are Americans. No, you know, you know what? You know, we don't even. We do. But right, okay. So we don't use it very often. But if you listen and you use Instagram, message us and tell us where you're from. Oh yeah, like we we're still we're still there. We're just yeah. <laughs> we still use it. We just don't. Uh, we have it and we access it and we we I go on it every now and then. But um, yeah, me we don't too. Really post, I don't know. But but guys, Why? message us. We have people message us. So. Yeah. yeah. We should do more though. Yeah, we, we should. should. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Yeah. Anyways, well, awesome. they've waited two weeks. Shall we get started? Yeah. I think I've got quite an interesting one this time. At least I, I it, it was, it's interesting to me. So, um, yeah. It's my turn. Huh? It's my turn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the word of the week is tight. <laughs> tight. Yes. Tight. So, I texted you with my idea for Culture Corner, and then you were like, no, that's my idea. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought about, um, although I've changed it a little bit now, so I don't know, maybe you could have even done it. But anyway, oh, it's okay. Go ahead. Mine's fun. Okay. So actually, I realized like this is supposed to be for people who are outside of Korea to engage with Korean culture, but I actually... Um, I realized that the things I suggested are actually in Korea, but there's still things that you can kind of like try if you're not here. So obviously like nineties kid, when I heard the word tight, I thought of like, yo, we're tight. Like we're best friends. (laughs) And then like, I feel every culture in the world has best friend culture and there are things you do to show that you're best friends. We have the broken heart necklaces and, and those kinds of things. So I thought I talk about what Koreans do and I would argue that this mostly applies to women women mm-hmm. um but it doesn't matter you can do it if you with anyone okay okay <laughs> okay so i feel like just playing your friendship in korea has a couple of things that you can do yeah and the first one is couple clothes like there yeah. are friends who do couple clothes or not exactly the same outfit but they like plan i love seeing pictures of uh friends who go on trips and they're wearing like coordinated outfits i think that's really cute 
Yeah. I think it's really nice. I, even when I came, cause I met, uh, I met Chris this week and I texted him cause we were doing like some photos together and I was like, what are you wearing? You know? Cause like, yeah. it does matter in Korea. I really like, it's just such a thing to them, like their photographs and things. So mm. guys, couple clothes are not just for couples. Mm-hmm. And of course, just like us, they also do friendship bracelets and necklaces, but actually usually what they do is the rope one. They don't usually have like the broken chain or, okay. the, or matching, like, like you don't buy it. You make it usually just like yeah. we did in the nineties basically. Right. <laughs> and then I think like, what's a little bit of a step further from a Korean perspective, like compared to what we do in America or probably England, like for friendship rings. Cause I mm-hmm. feel like when I had rings, it was like pre-bought or it was like, I made it from rope as well. Yeah. But in Korea, you can, it's the same with like couples, like you can go to the ring store and then like you get to like engrave a ring Mm -hmm. and a lot of friends do this. I think like people already Mm. know about couple rings, but if you go to a couple ring store, especially in Hongdae, like I swear you will see just as many female friends doing it as couples. Interesting. Okay. I've not, uh, I've not seen or heard that before. Yeah, for sure. Especially That's like, especially like high schoolers. When are we going to get rings? Yeah, I know. Right. We should. I'm yeah. not really like, I've never really been into like things like that. Even when mm. I was young, like if someone would give me one and they'd be like, why do you never wear it? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I have it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can remember like 20 of them that I used to have as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting in my, in my uh, jewelry box. And then the last one um, is a matching phone case, yeah. but you make it like, so you can oh. go to phone, ca- phone case cafes in Korea. Um, and you can buy like the little ornaments to put on it and mm-hmm. different colors. And you can make one with your best friend. That's like, some people make it one whole picture. If you put the phone cases together or mm-hmm. they make it like the same thing, but different colors. Mm-hmm. So that's really popular too. I do feel like Koreans are, um, pretty, emotional in terms of their community they're like very engaged with and when they're in relationships and they're very engaged when they're in friendships and like they really dedicate a lot of their time to each other until they're married yeah (laughs) and then they they cut everybody off like you never existed and you never made a matching phone case before yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think you're right but I mean again like just like you're saying it also goes one step further and it's not just that they're dedicated to it emotionally but like physically they show it as well right yeah. and I, I think like in America anyway when I was growing up there was a stereotype I think because we looked at Asian mothers uh East Asian mothers particularly and we felt like they were a bit cold and, and mm. fathers too not just mothers but um I think I was speaking from my own experience but and but actually I would say like East Asians are some of the most outwardly expressive in terms of how much they care about other people mm. like the couple clothes and these yeah. kind of things and like the friendship well, rings are not cheap I like mean it, it, it goes as far as um as talking about uh, skinship like physical affection showing affection physically as well yeah like you say outwardly outwardly expressive of it like not just in like the other items that they choose to match with or you know that kind of thing but but yeah, you know, they'll hold hands in public. They'll link arms in public and men too. Yeah. Men too. Exactly. I should so. say cis, like cisgender heterosexual yes. men. Yes. Right. Yeah. China is the most intense by my experience. Mm-hmm. 
with skinship. Oh my gosh. Like I, maybe that's, you know what, maybe that's why. I, so Hannah knows, like I used to be quite cuddly with my friends and then I wasn't. And I always say it's because my English friends weren't, but you know what? I think it might've even been like in China. I was touched to no extent. Like I was touched all the time mm-hmm. by everyone. And it's <laughs> not like holding hand. It's like, they're glued to your side. It was probably that. I was probably like after just, that, that I was like, I'm done. Just over, what's the word? <laughs> just like a total overload. Like the overload was, isn't the word that I want. Um, well, anyway, you know overload. what I mean? Yeah, just totally overstimulated. <laughs> yeah, for a year. Mm-hmm. Like it was great. And I definitely felt close to them. But I was like, okay, it's I'm in Hong Kong. It's really hot. I'm sweating profusely and now your friends stuck to your arm (laughs) literally stuck to my arm yeah (laughs) friendship woo all right i'm done cool thanks it's over i mean you say we can all relate to that you say it's for people outside korea but like we can all relate to that and it's nothing you know we can all match phone cases and we can get couple rings Show your friends you care through material things. Yeah. That's what Buy things. Buy Buy stuff. Buy stuff. Kill the earth and show your friend you love them. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Nice. Can I I was going to say you're welcome in Korean. And then I was like, you're welcome. People people don't say that. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I'm ready. I want to hear your topic. I'm excited. That's worth, that's worth that's worth mentioning. Actually, that's a translation that people will give for your welcome, but no yes. one uses it. Chonmaneo. It is correct, and people won't like say anything, but they'll raise an eyebrow and mumble under their breath. Right. Mm, that person's going to Korean <laughs> school, yeah. learning the wrong stuff. <laughs> people will just say they or yeah, just say they. Mm. Yeah, you can say just nay for pretty much anything. Bye. Yes. Okay. Just an acknowledgement, isn't it? In the end. Yeah. It is. I I do it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot. It's it's way more comfortable for me than just being silent. Uh huh. Which people are Definitely. so yes that's true <laughs> yeah. yeah don't ever expect anything back from a nice thing you say yeah essentially from a little, yes. from a little polite thing you're not yes. owed anything do it out of the kindness of your heart anyway um <laughs> should i <laughs> should i move on to my topic <laughs> yes so you mentioned that you were going to do you said earlier that you said oh i'm gonna talk about this for uh for the the culture corner and I was like oh that's what I'm gonna do um what were you gonna talk about what did you have in mind actually I'm curious I didn't think too much about it but obviously the first thing I thought of was fashion Mm -hmm. and I and then I immediately went to the tight trousers specifically that women wear and the culture of don't show your chest but show as much of your butt yeah and your legs as you want. Yeah. I wasn't really totally, I guess I was going to give like a little PSA of like, yeah, I think, which I think we've actually done before. Mm -hmm. We definitely have actually spoken about that. 
Um, yeah, whether then, it was the or, and I, topic or not, or it was just a, one of our tangents. <laughs> um, I think it might have actually been related to a full topic before. Okay. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So I was I wasn't exactly sure. I didn't have it totally planned out. But the first thing that came to my mind was something along the lines of fashion. Okay. So I mean, basically, what you said you were thinking of like along those lines that was what I was originally going to go with I was thinking oh you know I could talk about like fashion restrictions but like not just uh fashion restrictions like from now and like what you should shouldn't wear whatever blah 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 but uh also kind of fashion restrictions from the past but I couldn't find like I couldn't kind of find a story long enough that uh went along with this but there's a little story, not story, but a fact from uh, history that I want to tell, which maybe some people um, didn't know. I mean, I didn't know it. Um, so probably some people don't know it. Um, back in the, and this is just a, a little tidbit before I talk about my actual thing. Um, back in the 1970s, um, under, uh, what's his name? Park, Park Chung-hee? Park Chung-hee. Yeah. The police were allowed to cut men's hair on the spot, like in the street. Uh, because if you had long Ironic. hair, it was, it was deemed, um, I mean, it was like hippie. Like you, you, it just, it didn't look good. Um, it looked unruly um, and it, it looked unkempt. Like it just didn't look good. So police were allowed to, they would either take the, the men to the police station and cut the hair there, or they would march them to a barber shop or if they had a pair of scissors on them and they deemed it entirely necessary to do it right there, right then, they had the permission to just chop off a man's hair in the middle of the street. Um, and they could also take women to the police station. They they walked, with, they had rulers on them and uh, they would measure skirts. So if the skirt was less than, I can't remember the measurement now, but a certain measurement, they would take the woman straight to a police station. And she I think it was, it was like leave. above your knees. Yes, it was a big was a big one. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't allowed to leave unless she uh, wore the modest clothing that they gave her. Yeah, I didn't so. know that one. I didn't know about the hair. Mm. Are you going to talk about why that's so ironic or should I? Uh, you can talk about why that's ironic. Go ahead. So that's all I had to say about it. That's why oh. I couldn't say much more. But so. When Japan oh, colonized huh. Korea okay. I think I know in 1910, what you're gonna... yeah. it was well, actually, even before that, really, because they were basically already they were basic. So for those of you who don't really know, uh, uh, Japan basically controlled Korea after 1900, 19 mm-hmm. or 1897, really. I mean, basically after they killed Queen Min mm-hmm. and uh, King Gojong was in uh, asylum at the Russian legation, like basically Japan controlled Korea and it was illegal to have a top knot, which was the hairstyle of Joseon. Yeah. And they cut off all of the men's uh, top knots, the long hair. Mm. So I just find it very ironic. Yeah. Now you mentioned, okay, that's when you started to say it, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, well, you know, I mean, they Park Jung-hee was not de- like democratic in any way, shape or form, but it was still this whole like we're not North Korea. We're not communist. We're progressive modernists with an American mm-hmm. style government, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, you're going around doing what the people who colonized you did to your own people. Right. <laughs> right. Which just tells you all that you need to know about president park. The first. 
So it's interesting you mentioned, not interesting, but relevant actually to what I'm going to talk, like to what I'm actually going to talk about, that you mentioned uh, Japan cutting off the hair of Chosan men because it was a sign of it, it was there that's what they that's what they did it kind of cut it was the sign the, of it, it was Joseon. it cut the koreanness <laughs> away from them you know like it, it, it was cut away the you know king I mean? too yeah if you don't have long hair you're not a joseon man and if you're not a joseon man there's no joseon king and if there's no joseon king there's no han empire and so on there you go so forth because that's really relevant to uh something towards the end of what i'm going to talk about today so i'm actually going to talk about restrictions in fashion but um from like even more historical than the 70s we're going back to like a long 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 time ago and but particularly in colors so I know we've mentioned colors before in like some stories or like a color has been uh like a, a topic that we've you know the diving board for our topic for the week um but today I'm I'm going to talk about the colors of clothing um, through Korean history and how it would not they weren't necessarily I mean you were restricted to the colors that you were allowed to wear because colors denote they they denote your class your status your rank you know so I got a lot of my information from an article by Korea magazine um, the article is called Shades of History uh, from and it was written in 2020 published in 2020 um, I also got some information from, oh, I didn't put the name down. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a, a K-drama website, but it was really well researched. They had so much, uh, so many sources. Um, and it was all about, because, I mean, I don't know about, well, maybe not you, but for me, I've often watched <laughs> historical dramas and wondered like, oh, well, that color, all those people are wearing that color and all of those people are wearing that color. So obviously colors mean something and I want to know what mm. they mean. So they wrote an entire article about it. It was really cool. This was something that you always wanted to write for our website. It is. Yeah. It's and true. now everything's <laughs> full circle. Yeah. I mean, maybe I could write it up and uh, publish it on your website. Please. Yeah. <laughs> save me having to write an article <laughs> I still have that one in my drafts because I thought it was a good idea okay um, cool well then maybe I'll just write it you just send me your notes or just yeah. write it okay yeah. cool either either <laughs> way let's see let's see okay it, tell us okay tell us. so um I mean we're we're going, gonna... can we go by the can we can we can we go by the rainbow huh? no the rainbow. No. Oh, I wanted I to go in rainbow about... order. Oh, I that's mean, all right. Don't worry. I mean, I have the information. We can try and go in rainbow order. No, follow. We don't. No, it's okay. I don't want to throw you off. I'm I don't just, have all of the the colors because not all. I'm of the just colors. still a little bit of a kindergarten teacher, so I know. <laughs> and you're wearing Maybe. a rainbow shirt. Oh my gosh, I am. I didn't even plan this. Oh my god! <laughs> everyone wearing all the colors. There's this no is what gets here. us excited at 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to be 30. I'm ready. Okay. Just no. Forget the I rainbow. I would still I be nothing. excited about rainbow colors at 30. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's okay. Forget the rainbow. It. Just tell us. And what your you comment planned. right then will be relevant in two years' time. Anyway, right. Let's go. Um, so go. we're going all the way back to. Oh, so first, I'm going to talk about um, royalty and people of higher status and people within the royal court. Uh, 
so everyone kind of in and around the palace. All right. So uh, in Goguryeo and Baekje times, um, the the colors were very like the the rank colors were very similar then, um, especially the colors that the king would wear. So the kings would wear um, violet clothes, uh, blue pants, and a white leather belt. And then they would have a gold or a black hat and uh, black shoes. And then the people within the court would wear different colored belts to denote their rank. So those belts might be purple, red, or blue, purple being the highest, and then blue being like it gets lower from there. And then um, I, the colors are all the, the colors are pretty similar through history. So we've got during Schiller times, um, they they were very strict with their colors, um, and the colors of the 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 king's clothes would have been the same, but um, but then they add uh, yellow into their court people colors. So violet, red, blue, and yellow. Um, you got another rank in there. And then in Gordio times, um, the public officials, the they had to wear violet, scarlet, red, and green. I don't know the difference between scarlet and red. Do you know the difference? Um, I think scarlet was a bit deeper yeah, closer to a maroon, and then red uh, would have been more like a Joseon king robe. Red. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. And then a nice green at the bottom there. Okay, so it's actually kind of interesting to me that red was one of the colors of the public officials because, well, actually, well that was Goryeo. That was during the Goryeo dynasty, but then later on in in Joseon, red was the color of the king. So, um. If you've watched any, if you've watched any historical movies or dramas, or I mean, it, I mean, it was a real life thing too, <laughs> not just from dramas, but you'll see it in those. Um, the king would often wear that, uh, like it was like his casual, it was his casual clothing. It's not very casual, really, but it was that that red robe with the gold dragon on the back. Yeah, um, that was pretty much what he wore every day. Yeah. Um. So and that was bright red so red was mm. the color of the king but then the crown prince was blue right also with the dragon on it but you... a dark blue yes right uh just a different amount of toes on the dragon yes correct <laughs> the king had five toes yeah claws. the prince had <laughs> claws that's the word <laughs> <laughs> i wrote five toe dragon <laughs> And then I wrote blue is the color of the crown prince. His dragon has four toes. That is correct. <laughs> Claws. <laughs> Claws. That is absolutely accurate. The uh the royal the 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 royal women weren't so restricted in their colors. So they mm-hmm. like their colors didn't really but they were allowed to wear like lots of different bright colors. I mean they had they had the money to wear it. Um but one thing that um some colors that meant something for uh, like upper class women, um, which I didn't know. This was really interesting to me and I've seen it before. So their jogori, their like uh, their shirt, their outer shirt on the top. Um, if they had a son, they would wear a navy one. And if they had a living husband, they had like a violet strip under right so it was a navy like what like the neckline yeah at the neckline there was like a violet strip which I had never paid attention to before but when I think about it I've seen it 
Do you know what color it is after their husband dies? No. Do you? No, but I would imagine white because that's the color of mourning. Right. Yes. Hold that thought. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we've, we've talked about the royalty, but then the people within the palace. So the royal officials, they also wore colors. They wore colors based on their ranks. So uh, like that, what was it called? Scarlet, that uh, kind of deep red would have been the highest rank. And then going down from there, you've got like purple, blue, green. um, And yeah, purple, blue. Was the Joseph King's robe though really deep red? I feel like it's a very bright red. Yes. Yeah. the, the The King's robe was a bright red. But the top officials would have. Ah, a deep, oh, yes, yes, yes. The, the top official would have a deep red and yes. then a purple and then a blue, but a different blue to the prince, of course. Uh, and that was a light. That was a light blue. Yes. Right. The prince had a dark blue. And then at the bottom, it was that green, That's which the is the Unix. one that. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. The um, or the. Uh, no, go ahead. You might answer my question. If not, I'll ask at the end. okay and then um the ladies in waiting they also had uh different colors depending on their rank so the highest uh ranked ladies of the court they wore like a dark jade and then below them they'd wear a light jade and if they were in training they wore a pink they wore a pink uh jokery what was your question i don't think i answered it (laughs) um I don't really know if you're going to know the answer because Mm -hmm. I've seen lots of different versions. So like uh, we've talked a lot recently about the Salguan who were the historians essentially of the palace. And I've seen them sometimes in green. Sometimes I've seen them in gray. Okay. And sometimes I've seen them in blue and I, I don't know. And it might be that it changed over the course of 500 years. Well, I assume you might not know Mm, I mean I don't know I don't know for certain but uh I would assume so this is one this this first one is a kind of presumption um there there would have there will have been because they're like different jobs right but there were ranks within the jobs so the historians definitely all had the same color yes they all had the same color okay they were all they were all dressed the same Color. Okay, but I don't. But like I've seen them depicted. I mean, maybe colors. their importance changed throughout the the years. But then, yeah, or maybe I don't even. You know what? I'm not even gonna make an assumption mm-hmm. because people tend to take what I say <laughs> as as true. So mm-hmm. I don't know what color the historians were. Sorry, but the, there's. <laughs> all right but there's also (laughs) how dare you (laughs) ah but there's also there's also the fact that um i mean early chosan times they didn't uh, they it was only the color that was that that showed their their rank or showed their role but uh after after some time they introduced those um they're like i forget the names of them but they're like the badge the badge that they wear on the front of their on the front of their robe or like on the belt um like they have like they had in 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 china and that badge would then depending on the animal depending on how many animals are on it um 
would show the job that you had and it would show the rank that you have within that job yeah so like some officials had cranes but if you had two cranes you were more important than someone had that had one crane for example Mm. or some like I guess some others had different animals tigers or whatever so but they should have still had the same color true until the end of Joseon pretty much but if you were all part of the same group you should just it should look the same yeah but maybe the group's changed color over there i don't i really don't know i don't know maybe maybe some kings liked those historians that slept in the bedrooms next to them and they made them (laughs) higher ranked like it's like okay you guys are pretty decent you can be pretty important and then some other Uh, ones like stop meddling in my shit like you guys don't uh (laughs) please i'm gonna emphasize like don't take our historical guesses as like what (laughs) hannah is saying right now like we genuinely have no evidence of this this is all just a guess yeah, yeah, Making please this stuff just <laughs> forget the historians, okay? Just forget them. We'll find out. Moving on. Okay, moving on. I mean, that's basically <laughs> all that there is to say about the people in the court and the king. And it, very briefly, of course, that's not uh, that's oh. not exhaustive of anything. That was like the and most you- <laughs> brief thing I could say. And if you watch K-dramas and you see the crown prince and he leaves the palace in like these beautiful flowery robes mm-hmm. with like purple and pink rainbow sleeves. And <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. That's not the way to blend in. No. <laughs> they would like always be like, oh, you know, I'm just a young bun. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, but like rainbow robes. Yeah. They're, the the guy in Moonlight drawn by clouds, who is the young bun, the official son, like he has the best men's handbook I've ever seen in a K-drama. Mm-hmm. It's like so, so, so historically inaccurate, but it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So enjoy what you see, but don't take it as the truth. Right, right. If you want to see a truly accurate historical drama, watch, I mean, in terms of the clothing and the mm-hmm. hair, watch Jangum. They they Jangum. They Jangum. That is very accurate with the clothing and okay. the hair. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Teach me more. Uh, I mean, I feel like you know all of this next bit. You know all of this because we are not talking about royalty anymore. We're talking Teach about them more. lay people. We're talking to about the common people. I want to live like common lay people. people? I, so I thought just, lay just, people just meant non religious or religious people who were not in. Uh, okay. I don't know. I, anyway, like, we're, we're talking Buddhism, about. We always say, like, I'm a lay person. Like, I'm not mm, a monk. Right. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. know. English lesson. I read it earlier, so I just copied it. (laughs) Teach me about (laughs) the norms. Yeah, the norms. Um, all right, we're going for the uh the 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 basic people now. Um, just like you and me. This is what we would have been. Okay. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) I would have been been lowest of the low. Alison, if you were if you were the prince and you wanted to blend in with the people, what would you wear? white heck yeah you would that's right <laughs> in contrast yeah, to the upper classes the, so yeah in contrast to the upper classes who's you know the people they display their status through all those colors uh the public just opted for white um so i mean this fascinated me actually so through Goryeo and joseon dynasties like during those times at, at certain points white clothing was banned 
under national law. I didn't know that. I knew that they all wore uh, they all wore white clothes to the point that they were known as the the people in white, you know, by other countries. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that the white clothing was was actually banned. No one really followed it, obviously. But um, why was it banned? It was banned because so uh, it was banned in 1648 by King Injil, and uh, they were banned. Tell me the- how I feel about Injil. <laughs> They were banned on the grounds that if one is dressed in white clothes and a white hat, it's the same as a mourner dressed in white and it's thus an Mm. ominous sign. So it was it was banned because uh, it was bad luck, basically. It's an ominous sign, even though I completely destroyed our country. And the reason I'm afraid of ominous signs is my fault alone, said Injo, crying himself to sleep at night. Mm. <laughs> Quick history lesson. Um, Injo lost to the Qing and had to bow before him. And they became a vassal state of Qing. And um, I'm also pretty sure he killed his son. So yeah. Hey, there we go. I could see Injo just being like, I've already messed stuff up. What if people yeah. what if people mess it up even more? Just can't can't get rid of <laughs> Because white clothes, because white clothes are going to mess it up. You know, what's funny, though, like if you were a normie in Joseon wearing white, it wouldn't even be white after like two days. (laughs) True. True. It's like you don't even have to worry in Joe. Okay, Mm -hmm. like we're going to make it brown. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to make it brown. (laughs) But see, but but the white, the white clothes actually. so they have a name. Um, it's just Begui. Begui. Yeah. Um, but Begui can be, uh, it can refer to the clothes for mourning or it can refer to uh, clothes that like criminals wore, apparently. Um, hmm. But it also referred to something called Sobok, which were everyday clothes. And those everyday clothes, the saw in like Beg in Begui was like, White. white but the saw in sawbook um the saw Small. is just means un actually the the saw in this in this case means uncolored so it's just the oh, natural okay. coloring of the fabric so basically something that hadn't been dyed oh, hadn't nice. been bleached so generally actually the white clothes that they would wear would would probably not have been white anyway Although they mm. would be kind of bleached by the sun or bleached by whatever kind of like washing they they did to it, um, uh, but yeah, still they were banned. They were banned at times. Not that anyone, again, not that anyone uh, paid any heed to that. But yeah, like seventy percent of the population at that time was slaves. So it's like, right. if you're gonna ban my clothes, yeah, what am I supposed to wear? You want me to wear so, green? Oh, I can't wear green. Sorry, I'm not a public. I fan. literally. I <laughs> can't Although, buy another pair of clothes. <laughs> <though> it, <laughs> I, mean, I, joked, I joked about green, but I literally can't buy another pair of clothes. They can. They couldn't. They literally could not have. It's true. Oh my Most gosh. of the population. <laughs> I joked about green, but actually, uh, um, apparently, if they were wearing colored clothes, it was a very, 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 very light shade of green that they would wear. It, like, if not, if not, if they were wearing clothes, if they were wearing colors, 
It would have been a super light shade of green. Could be close if they were if they were a slave, didn't have anything else but white and ha- followed the rules. Mm, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> There's also some layer of, you know, Confucianism there. Yes. White was that perfect Confucian color. And so if you were a really true Joseph King, mm. you would want your people to wear white because mm-hmm. it was representative of that mentality of pureness and yeah. harmony uh, because the reason like it was considered harmony was because white is the existence of all colors, basically, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. it's the existence of everything right in nature. Chew on that. <laughs> <laughs> so deep thought. <laughs> deep thought. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There. I um, wonder why their porcelain's white. Well, now you know. Oh, yeah. Right. Of course. White. Oh I mean, God. yeah, white was white was such an important white color. Was, and like I said, the people it. were known for their white clothes. Like White was the it color for 500 it. years. <laughs> Sorry, King. You wear red, but we were right. Um, He's got them white. Well, they're not allowed porcelain. to wear red, I guess. Um, They had no choice. They weren't allowed to wear any other colors, man. That's my point. (laughs) (laughs) So white clothes were banned. Uh, I mean, they were banned by Joseon. They were banned during Joseon times. But then Mm. even though they were banned, the people still wore them. They, I mean, Korean people had worn white for for longer than that, for longer than than even Joseon times, obviously. And I mean, to the point where some people, you know, suggest that it, it, the color white symbolizes the the nation. You know, they were known by yeah. they were known by other countries for wearing white. You know, being the peaceful people in white. Um, mm-hmm. And so then, during just like you talked about, they would cut off the long hair because it was a sign of a Joseon man. During Japanese colonial rule of Korea, white clothes were forbidden as well. Uh, they said it was for sanitary reasons, um, but we know we know it's not because of sanitary reasons. We know that you know white clothes is a symbol of the Korean people, so you know they weren't allowed to wear white. But actually, you know, people still didn't follow that rule, and it was like a it was like a sign of resistance to wear white um, against you know. I have a fun story Japan. about that. Tell us. Did you say did you say against Japan? Yeah. Oh wearing, yeah, that's kind of wearing, wearing white say. is like a flipping the bird to Japan. Because yeah. I mean it was banned. They banned it. Um I saw a picture when I so I was in Daegu last week, and Daegu is famous for some democratic protests and mm-hmm. uh some some merchants. So the last king of Joseon was King Sunjong. Um and he when he died because he died after japan was uh colonizing korea yeah people like merchants i don't know about other places but in daegu i i suspect other places too they would they all wore white hats Mm. that day yeah and then like there were so many of them wearing white hats like if they even tried to get them all to take it off right like you just throw yours to another one and then they put it out like it would just didn't work very well there's pictures of it you can look it up it was was it that cool was it that particular mourner's hat the kind of the tall yeah sorry it was i don't know if i said that sorry it was when soon jung died 
Yeah. It was the day yeah. he died. They all wore it. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Did you say there were pictures? Yeah, there are pictures. You can probably just Google Daegu. Okay, you probably should Google it in Korean. Daegu, <laughs> like funeral of King Soon-jong. Okay. Hat cool. white. Yeah. I like how I'm teaching people how to Google. <laughs> in case you don't know how Google works, you just put words. <laughs> I'm going to go oh. crazy and say you should neighbor it, not oh, Google it. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, white was so offensive to, like, the white clothes were so offensive. White to, is offensive. The, yeah, right. <laughs> is it? I mean, I will. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just being white. I know. I know. I mean, especially these times. I don't. Ugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the white was so offensive to the Japanese people that, like, to the the Japanese occupiers of Korea that they would even they would spray colored water over Korean people wearing white clothes so that they would stain and they couldn't wear the white clothes again and that they wouldn't be white in that moment um and later on they tried to convince Korean people to not wear white clothes so that they wouldn't become easy targets like to show because the white clothes would show that you were Korean but Again, it was just another, it's like, don't wear white clothes or we're going to know you're Korean and we're going to kill you. But it's like, it's another way to like quash that, that Koreanness in them. Um, as they did. As they did. But well, as they tried, I mean. They tried. They tried. Yes. They really tried. Uh, but, but something, uh, the, the white clothes being used against, uh, for Korea, and against Japan, like at the, just an interesting uh, thing. So Lee Seung-man, when there was, <laughs> I'm so terrible at telling these, I know all this information no. and I can't. No, I'm me. laughing at, I'll tell the story afterwards. Okay. Keep going. So at the end of the Pacific War, uh, when an American B-29 bomber attacked Japan, um, Lee Seung Man appeared on um, appeared on the he appeared on TV and urged the public to wear like uh, urged the Korean people to wear white so that the bomber wouldn't attack those people so okay. that they would know you know those are Korean people and we're not going to attack them. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but actually, the white like, there'd be way. no way you would even know it really. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess if you just saw a lot of white, you probably wouldn't. What year was this? That was the end of the Pacific War. I'm sorry, what is what is that? I mean, I guess that that was when uh, the Americans Sino- were... what? Um. <laughs> that was the part of uh wasn't that part of world war two world war two but the part that's that what was i feel like it is over there. right yes. but I, I guess i'm just so i'm so used yeah. to it must be, okay okay I, I get it Between it was the, asia it was world war two that was being fought in asia okay. the part of world so war you're II. saying 1945 yes okay <laughs> i was like I was like, I'm pretty sure that's right, but I just I never call it that. I just call it World War II. So my uh-huh, brain was like, right. what? 
Um, yeah, but that my point, my point is like, they're still Japan. <laughs> like they were still Japan. So in my mind, yeah. it's like, they, you, that's, you yeah, might that's be like, true. oh, I'm wearing one, but like an American guy, I really don't think he would know. I mean, nice he, of you, Sigmund, to try. I mean, did, that's all he can do. He was on American TV and radio. He like it, but like good. The man was on American TV and radio, telling them like he told Korean people, and then I guess he was telling American people like we wear white. Like Korean people are all in white. Well, you know what? Isengman did what he could. He tried. I don't know how well it worked, but he tried. Who knows? Who knows? He tried. Good thinking. Yeah. But at that point, they hadn't been the white clad people first. So. <laughs> right. Right. The reason I um, laughed at Isengman was because, guys, I have a professor who has a really similar oh. name. <laughs> and my computer, I wrote his name as oh. I wrote his name as Sungman. Sungman Reed. And then I sent it to him, and then I went, "Oh my gosh, my computer auto corrected your name. I'm so sorry." He never said anything, so I assume oh. he didn't even notice. Okay, <laughs> you don't know who Isengman is, guys. That was not a good mistake. That was not a good <laughs> idea. If I failed the class, I deserve it. But it was a total mistake. Oh my god. Okay, my I was in a lot of pain for you then. Oh man, you don't even know. I like sat in uh banana press. I always call it banana presso. Banana presso, just like staring <laughs> at my screen with my jaw dropping. Like, did I really do that? Did I really, really do that? But I fixed it as best as I could. I would have quit. I think no, though, I like it quit. is like absolutely <laughs> believable that somebody who has a history blog, and I do regularly type the name Singman Ri. Yeah. Is yeah. uh it could autocorrect to that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's true. My story is believable. <laughs> Okay, please um, make me forget this. Well, I'm done with colors. I'm sorry. Your your painful point is the way we are, we are ending. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's it, guys. Don't uh, don't put a dictator's name as your professor's name. Okay, life <laughs> advice. Just, if that's the one thing you take away from this podcast, don't autocorrect someone's name to a dictator. All right, We're done. Bye. <laughs> See you never. Bye. No, that was good. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. It was a little bit choppy. Um, I hope you guys. Oh, you forgot one really good one. Oh, what? <gasps> what did so, I forget? King Gojong. Yes. He established the Korean Empire. A lot of people don't realize this. So it was called the Daehan Empire, which mm-hmm. is why we call it Hanguk. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when he established the Daehan Empire, he became an emperor the only emperor of korea and he didn't wear red he wore gold so oh. if you look at king goljong he wears gold robes and he's the only king who did because he wasn't a king he was an emperor for a little bit of time until japan swooped in so awesome. yeah there's a really beautiful painting <laughs> of him uh by by uh by uh I think it was, uh, oh, crap. Wait a minute. Distract them. I want to find his name. I was talking to his house. Red and yellow and pink <laughs> and green. Did we get all the colors of the rainbow? Red is the we king. We didn't get orange, but and like who yellow, yellow is kind of gold. So there we go. Called Jong the emperor. Uh, and pink, oh, yes, the yes, ladies yes. in training. And green, the low ranked officials. Orange. Oh, it's not orange. You're right. No. Um, let's forget it. And purple, <laughs> purple were fairly highly ranked officials, and women uh, wore pur- like 
higher class women would wear purple if they had a living husband um mm-hmm. and blue that was the prince <laughs> and and some of the lower ranked officials and also the navy blue of the women got pink in there and they had a they had a king yeah we got pink so the portrait i can sing a rainbow a jewels on rainbow <laughs> so the portrait of <laughs> a rainbow too Yes. It was actually, uh, from my memory of my art class, my master's degree, it was the first Western oil painting of a Korean. It's by, oh. uh, uh, he was, he was called Hubert Voss. Um, Hubert you should Voss. look it up. It's a beautiful picture. And also, even though we have no, uh, photographs of Queen Min, uh, she actually died. Um, she, I believe she died. I think she died before the establishment. Yeah, because he he made the Hun uh he made the Hun Empire when he mm-hmm. was in the Russian legation. Yeah. So the they they made portraits of her afterwards, and she also wears gold. Right. She was never because but she was dead. She was now. never. She was made an empress because she is known as After Empress Young Song, isn't she? But it was a posthumous yes. title. So yeah. So if you see a portrait of her in gold, I'm so sorry to tell you she didn't actually wear it. But Gold Song did wear gold. Gold. Always believe in your soul. He was only five foot, tiny man. Okay. Goldon? Learned that from you the other day. Yeah. Yeah, he was like five foot two, five foot three. It was five, five foot. foot. Five, yeah. Actually, you know what? He might have even been like four foot nine. Or maybe that was Soon Three centimeters. Oh, yeah. Soon Jong was tiny too. I think probably a lot of the kings. Soon Jong. Yeah. And Queen Min was really small. And Soon Jong's wives were super small. They were tiny. Yeah. Tiny little- little folks i mean the the last two kings of joseon this is the last thing i'm gonna say so they were actually so they were still from the e family but the e family had fallen so far by the end of joseon due to uh power going to the political clans that um once the king died with no heirs to find the next member of the e family line was king Tojong, who was a pauper he was a farmer mm-hmm. in kangwa island and he could not read or write <laughs> and like even though he was a king for a long time he like never figured out how to act like a king so my point is <laughs> it's very possible that the last two kings were a little bit smaller because they might have actually been malnutrition like, oh right because okay. they were far they were essentially paupers right which is just really sad you, you can sad, blame the also, Kim clan really for that yeah <laughs> is that a story for another day oh i mean they were just they were the highest at the end of joseon they were the highest the most powerful family they pretty much ran the country so mm. there were there were other families before them but by the end yeah grandpa okay Kim. let's not get into it <laughs> grandpa kim yeah <laughs> what are you doing anyway we stayed in the and on kim clan house yes, we and did. we met grandpa kim so there's only one min did you know that so no. every min in korea is from the same clan huh do you yeah. know any mins yes mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't think i do my ex-boyfriend and <laughs> uh brian brian is min oh. when i told him like oh brian my ex-boyfriend is a min he was like, no way. Like, I never meet other men's because it's not it's not super easy right. to meet other men's. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, I can't meet him. I was like, wow, you really feel this bond. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah actually, really, I do know. Huh? I wonder how many men's there are. I think mean, definitely one of the smaller ones. Hmm. Not but not super small. 
No, I've heard of, I've heard of men more than I've heard of others. There, I, I used there to have a some... friend who had a very interesting name. Yeah, there Can't are some pretty less. You know what? We should talk about that for a whole other episode. Oh yeah, there okay. are some like <laughs> bizarre names that like I've never heard. Uh huh. But they're there. Yep. Yes, Somewhere. they are. All right, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. We're done. We're done. Thank you very much for being with us, everyone. Um, hope you learned something. If you want to learn something more, you can go to Allison's website. Pinpointkorea.com or follow me on Instagram at pinpoint.korea. Uh-huh. Or if you want to learn about travel and other cool places to go and also history and also look at some beautiful art, you can go to mine. <laughs> I introduced mine. So I figured you'd introduce your own. Yes. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I am Hannah International and that is Hannah underscore I N T L. What about by Hannah Lou? Oh, all my art by Hannah Lou. It's on, it's linked to your, yes, it's, linked it on your page, it's right? all linked. Mm-hmm. Yes. By Hannah Lou. That is where I share my, that's where I share my art by Hannah H A N N A H L O U Lou. Thanks for sharing your art. Uh, thank you for and sharing your heart. history. I learn, I learn so much from you all the time. I learn a lot from myself. I mean, I learn a lot <laughs> by myself. I mean, I'm always learning. You are. I mean, it is your, it is your job to learn now. You have to. I like it. It's your it's livelihood. Fun. Even. I mean, not necessarily your livelihood, but it keeps you living here. So, my future income depends on it. It does indeed. Yeah. Keep learning and keep teaching us. Please and keep thank you. Keep on learning. Keep on learning. Keep on studying. I don't know the words, so I think we should stop. Um <laughs> all right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>